0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Living Astrology with Janet Hickox. It's time to grab your coffee or your tea, sit back, and relax because this morning we have a treat for you. We are going to be chatting about a cutting-edge technology, and I think Tom, I can I can be okay saying that it's a cutting-edge technology. Of course. Uh, and my guest this morning is Tom Palladino. He's a scalar energy researcher with over 25 years of experience developing these healing techniques that the Scalar technology works with, helping people all over the world to recover from pathogenic infections and experience their true health. Tom, I'm going to give it to you from here and tell us more about how you came to discover this or uh, understand more about this healing technology, and then we'll get into the nuts and bolts about how this works.
1: Okay. Again, thank you for the invitation to speak. So we're, gonna, we're going to speak about scalar energy. Scalar energy is not electricity. What am I getting at? Scalar energy is known as chi or prana or ohm or life force energy. That's what I work with. I don't work with electrical currents. So there are two energies in the universe. There are two dimensions. And what we've theorized for so long that there is some type of life force energy is real. It's scalar energy, or what we call today, zero point energy. Whatever the name you you attend, append to that energy, it's real. And I have scalar energy instruments that control, that capture scalar energy. That's the key to my work. I don't work with electrical currents. I work with life force energy. I have the ability to control, harness that energy. And i can improve human health with it
0: and tell us a little bit about how that came about how did you first be, become interested in this and go through the process of understanding because i mean we can all feel life force energy right when you do you just moving your hands right you feel there it's this energy but how did you come to know that that is possible <laughs> To be used as a healing technique or a tool for healing. Yeah, that,
1: good point. In application, the first man to ever use this life force energy was Tesla. He developed life force instruments, what he called radiant instruments. So Tesla was the first man to control scalar energy, life force energy. And he was performing incredible feats with this energy. He was able to, uh, to to do so many things to power motors just by the ambient scalar energy in the in the immediate atmosphere. So he had discovered free energy instruments, scalar energy instruments. So I studied Tesla, I knew he was onto something. Uh, sadly, much of his work is suppressed, but now mm-hmm. it's coming out that he was working with free energy devices. That's what I have in my laboratory. I can work with anybody in the world, send energy anywhere in the world with my free energy instrument.
0: So you made a key point there that it's been suppressed. Why do you think that
1: is? (laughs) This technology is um, pennies on the dollar, as I frequently say. It's so inexpensive to use this, and it has such broad-scale application. So what is expensive by way of electromagnetic energy is inexpensive, relatively inexpensive, with scalar energy. Scalar energy, again, is what I consider the free energy of the universe. So the power structure today, the military-industrial complex, depends upon this expensive, cumbersome energy grid, electromagnetic energy, whereas what Tesla had tapped into was the energy of the stars. There is no no encumbrance. There there is no way to, to stop this flow of energy, so to speak. So you can't make money off of free energy, so to speak. And that's why this free energy is suppressed. Those in the power, those who have the control in the world, don't want free energy.
0: That's so sad. I can't even, I just can't even process the, the reason that money would be more important than free energy. But you said something else that I want to go back to, that, that scalar energy originates in the stars. Can you tell us more about that?
1: Sure. Um, scalar see. energy is the, uh, the life force energy, once again, in the universe. I believe it's directly from God. And if you look at the universe at a macroscopic viewpoint, you see nothing but stars, so to speak, and, and, and uh, a lot of empty space in between. All of our light comes from the stars. All of the intelligence, all of the information comes from the stars. So it is starlight, scalar light, that animates the universe, The first principle in our universe is starlight. That's where all the activity begins, at the center of a star. And everything therefrom is the effect or the derivative of this uh, this, uh, energy point from the stars. So with that in mind, I believe that Tesla had a miniature star, if you will, in his laboratory. I believe I have a miniature star. What am I getting at? This is the perpetual energy instrument. If you look at the stars, they never burn out. You don't need to put gasoline or coal in them. There are no wind turbines. What's the point? Star energy is infinite energy, perpetual energy. And that's the encumbrance that we face today in industry and throughout the world. Well, if we had free energy or relatively inexpensive energy, we would enjoy the golden age. Right. That's what, I, that's what I purport to bring upon mankind the golden age. Um,
0: and I, I just want to make sure everybody understands that even our own sun is a star. Yes. Exactly. I mean, it's the most obvious uh, yeah. uh, point of origin of a lot of the scalar energy then, right? Exactly.
1: Look, Look, look <laughs> at the star of our solar system, our sun. We can depend upon it. It's there 24-7. It's always giving off light, heat, and if we didn't have the sun, the life force energy, our existence would be imperiled immediately. The point I'm making is, we simply have to tap into the sun power, the star power. It will it will alleviate so many problems that we have today.
0: Yeah, I, you. In a, a, there are several different things that I saw key points that I want to get to. I'm really interested in how scalar energy causes time. Uh, I'm really interested in it as an unlimited supply of energy to help us end any crisis of energy that we have on the planet and about how it can balance the seven chakras. Mm -hmm. So I want to get to that. But first, a couple of questions are coming in from the audience about the differences between scalar energy, electromagnetic energy, Mm -hmm. and plasma energy. Can you speak to that for us? Sure.
1: Usually, when we use the term plasma, that is scalar energy. Many astrophysicists will say, well, wow, that's an anomaly that we see in the universe. That's probably a plasma field. <clears throat> yes, it's a scalar field. There's only two energies, scalar energy and electromagnetic energy. And to put this into motion, all energy initiates a scalar energy at the center of our star. And scalar energy is a double helix. It looks like the DNA molecule. And when that DNA molecule, so to speak, when the double helix unbinds, one strand becomes electricity, the other strand becomes the other helix, becomes magnetism. So scalar energy is the initial energy. Electricity and magnetism are a derivative, are the secondary energy that is the degraded form of scalar energy. My contention is that we should do away with so many motors, so many applications of electricity, and just run the world on scalar energy, much more efficient. Much Mm. more
0: efficient. And and free, pretty much.
1: Yes, yeah. Tesla developed a car, and um, he was able to power his car with scalar energy. He took out the combustion engine, and he uh, simply attached an antenna to his car, picking up star energy, sun energy, and he drove around effortlessly, in this car a scalar energy car now imagine if we had scalar energy cars today that would solve so many problems
0: uh, a comment from a, uh one of the listeners out there about helping the poor in other countries yes. uh, countries that you know we where they it's too expensive for them to drive to get electricity to homes and so forth so it that's, has a lot of application possibilities yes,
1: that's my goal <laughs> now, now and thank you, viewer, what's the point here? It's expensive to live, let's face <laughs> it. Look at our electrical bill. Look, look, look how difficult look, that, that this electromagnetic uh, grid system is presently uh, d- developed to the point where it is very expensive with electricity, um, whether it's your phone's connected to it, your computer, I contend that there's a much better way: free energy from the sun and the stars, and it's dependable. You'll never have a power outage. Why? The, the sun and the stars never have a power outage. Now I know a lot. Of people, I know a lot of people lament, especially on the west coast of the United States, you have power outages. Okay. Well, if we move over to star energy, correct me if I'm wrong. I've never seen a star lose its energy. I've never seen a, a sun outage. Have you? No, the sun shines twenty-four-seven.
0: Yep, except in the Pacific Northwest, where it's always hiding behind clouds. <laughs> but I would say that that energy still makes it through, even through cloud cover. Is that right?
1: Yes. <coughs> uh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Yes. Nothing so within
0: not a deficit kind of thing. Yes.
1: Nothing can impede scalar energy. I, I, I'll make this point. I really think it's a divine energy. It's omnipresent. So anywhere in the universe you can pick up, you can access scalar energy.
0: I love that. Now, one of the things that you say here is that uh, scalar energy is the cause of time. Mm -hmm. And I'm totally fascinated by that. Can you give us an idea of what you mean by that?
1: Okay, let's go back to the double helix. I'm trying to imitate a double helix, and it's rotating, if you will. Now, that is the motion of time. Now, Keep in mind, if scalar energy is the cause of everything, scalar energy is the mind of God, then time is the effect, time is one of the consequences of scalar energy. So if you have a scalar wave and it rotates in one direction, time moves forward. If you reverse that direction, time moves backwards. So I I might go back a few years, and, and if you go back to your cassette tape, you remember we had cassette tapes, you could advance a cassette tape in time, or you could retract, rewind a cassette tape in time. And that, where you stopped, it was a different timeline, so to speak. Well, that's how scalar energy works. Advance a scalar wave in one direction, scalar energy moves forward. Reverse that rotation, time will move backwards. And this has been proven. There have been scientists who've created very powerful scalar energy force fields. And when you're, you're, um, if you will, enveloped in that powerful scalar energy force field, time stands still. You're no longer subject to the motion of scalar energy because you're flooded with scalar energy. So there have been instances that time will stand still in a perfect scalar energy environment. Meaning what? That scalar energy transcends time and space. Meaning what? That scalar energy is probably the cause of time and space.
0: Does scalar energy transcend aging then?
1: Yes, I firmly believe that you could slow down aging by living in a scalar energy force field. Um, I I have Christian roots, and I believe that uh, people did live a long uh, lifespan. Why? Because um, earlier, uh, millennia ago, we had a really powerful scalar energy force field, allowing people to live two, three, 400, 500 years of age. Why? Because scalar energy slows down the aging process. And there was a time in human history that we had a, a very strong scalar energy force field, allowing us to avoid disease, allowing us to age gracefully and live really a, a very long life filled with vigor.
0: In in some ways, then, then the scalar energy must do something to our physiology that allows. Yes. Uh, either more nutrients to be formed or uh, us to be able to process things in a less toxic manner. Yes, Give us an idea about how that works.
1: Oh yeah. All of the above. Good for yeah. you. Well, <clears throat> I, I'll speak for the people that I work with. Many people come to us and they're, they're uh, infected with pathogens, microbes, our scalar energy instrument can eradicate pathogens. We can deliver nutrients uh, we can balance the chakras. A scalar energy instrument will balance the seven chakras. It's an informational instrument. And you put all of that together, that, that abets uh, human health, and that will, will lend itself to longevity, um, you know, a, a life that that is not encumbered by disease and distress. So I believe firmly that, uh, that the future of health will, will rest in this new application of energy, scalar energy, in which we can either avoid, overcome, cure disease, call it what you will, when you're working with the first cause of the universe, scalar energy is the primal cause of action in the universe, then you're in the driver's seat, so to speak.
0: So is there a scientific explanation as to why scalar energy does this in the human body?
1: No, well, we can only theorize. What's my point? What I've developed, I have custom-built scalar energy instruments. And although I've tried to present this to academia, nobody mm. in academia has this experience. And I'm not faulting them. It's a narrow approach that I have. But my point is there is no scientific protocol. If you look at the scientific mm-hmm. world, today, it's only theorized that there could be a longitudinal wave or that there could be a scalar wave. It's really not embraced. And hence, since it's not embraced, it's not been thoroughly researched. So the world is if you will behind the heat ball and and with that in mind we have to do a lot of research
0: and it it comes to my mind that we have an entire civilization built on electromagnetic energy or Mm -hmm. electricity and how how do we even begin the process can we do it one by one by adopting yes. a scalar um, uh, mechanism in our own homes and, yeah. and get off the energy grid? I mean, how do we do this?
1: That's what I propose. Now, I do not have the ability to deliver power to a home or a factory. If I did, I would, I would be doing it. Now, if that comes about, it would come about just like any other technology. When the, for instance, when the first computers were, were, were uh, uh, offered for commercial sale, not everybody ran out and bought a computer. It took time. And and that technology, computer technology, took time to permeate our society. The iPhone took time, the fax machine took time, the telephone took time. But ultimately people see the merit of an invention. They see the benefits to, to be derived from technology and it's unstoppable.
0: I love this. Um, by the way, we're going to be talking uh, with Tom today about a special that he's offering to our listeners—a 15-day uh, free session, our free Scalar Energy. Uh, so we'll come back to that. But I want to know—I mean, there's got to be sort of a list of things that Scalar Energy can do for people. I mean, what's why would I want to participate in Scalar Energy? Give me uh, the physical things that might be happening for me. <laughs>
1: So I'm all about proving, I'm all about results. So we have have designed a website in which anybody in the world can sign up for 15 days of sessions. Now, let me make this very clear. We're working in the quantum field. People will email us their photograph. This is my photograph. Well, I'll actually take an emailed photograph and place it inside my instrument. Why? A photograph has an energy field attached to it. My photograph has an energy field attached to it, okay? So I actually take a photograph and I place it inside my instrument. And once we have that connection in the quantum field, in the information field, I have been able to detect now on a photograph viruses and destroy, break apart those viruses on a photograph. Likewise to destroy, to break apart bacteria, parasites, et cetera, various types of pathogens. And in so doing, people feel better. Now, That obviously is a new science. That's a new approach. I I don't know of anybody else in the world who's doing this except myself. So this is a new science without an established scientific protocol. So what do we have to rely upon? The, The first-hand experience of people. We allow people to sign up for 15 days of free sessions. We'll rid the quantum field of any type of pathogen, any type of parasite. And after 15 days, invariably, people say, I feel better. And and justifiably so, because most people have had hundreds of species of of germs, pathogens in their body for years. And if you clear those, my goodness, you feel much better after 15 days.
0: Have you you utilized this with COVID,
1: for example? Yeah, I'll speak about my family and friends. I had my entire uh, uh, family and friends on uh, the scalar sessions. None of us went to the hospital for COVID. None of us were laid up for COVID. Um, That doesn't mean that I can't prevent infection, but keep in mind, when I'm working with these instruments, i work with them on a daily basis. I'm able to break apart, eradicate viruses on a daily basis. So nobody's going to become infected with any virus for more than 24 hours at a time because I'm eradicating viruses on a daily basis. So point of fact, nobody in my family went to the hospital for the past two years. Nobody.
0: And so essentially, then you're going in every day and you're eradicating the virus, yeah. even if, if someone became exposed to a virus, even yes. if it's not COVID, it could be the flu or something like that. Exactly. So yes. are, are you advocating that people use this on a daily basis, considering the toxic I, atmosphere that we live in?
1: I use this on a daily basis right now. And I, I have for years. And my health is is, is stellar, I think. I, I haven't been laid up in the hospital. I I don't visit the emergency room. That doesn't mean that I cannot become infected. Germs are everywhere, but since I treat myself on a daily basis and I cleanse my my quantum field on a daily basis of germs, pathogens, I'm I'm healthy.
0: Yeah. Now I have to admit, you know, there's a lot of people out here listening that are going to be of the more scientific leaning, and I think this is probably where you're bumping up against academia not wanting to embrace this. Um, but there are a lot of things that we take on faith in the universe. <laughs> so why do you think that there's such a, is it just purely the monetary system that puts people in a position of of not paying attention to this?
1: I, I, I think that's part of it. It's, what I am doing is so avant-garde. I, my predecessor a man by the name of galen hieronymus developed these instruments and i've modified these instruments but besides my predecessor hieronymus this has never been done before this is groundbreaking to this day it's groundbreaking so after uh, hieronymus's 60 70 years of research and after my 45 50 years of research you know a combined century of research there's really only two people hieronymus and myself that have advanced this science. It's a new science. There is no scientific protocol. And you have to keep in mind, scalar energy is only theorized. Academia does not accept chi, prana, scalar energy, call it what you will. So as long as this is, is still designated as a theoretical concept, without any practical application, we're not gonna get anywhere in academia. And frankly, I've given up on academia. (laughs) <laughs> to be blunt, given up on academia. And, and obviously, I, I, I have no hope for, for our government because they're, they're, they're not fair or balanced. So, what is my point? I want to work with people. And I relish the input of people. It's people. We're, we should be a society of people, not a society of corporations. And it's the people that carry this. And the people have seen the merit of this. And I thank God for those people, because I am working with a group of people who want to change the world.
0: You know, there's something to be said for this, too, in that um, we can we actually can feel this energy. That's that's what I don't understand why people don't get it, that there's something um, true here, because you can actually feel this energy. Quantum physics. Yes, I think maybe where people might have the most difficulty is in the fact that you're, you're working from a picture, which seems as a, an inanimate object. And how does that translate over to right. healing in a, in a physical body? But right. there have been experiments done with quantum physics that prove that that's possible. Of course. Um,
1: so what's the point? My photograph is my energetic copy. My photograph is energetically alive. Now, can you find that in a physics textbook today? No, no. Does academia accept that? No. Is it real? You betcha. You betcha. You know, there have been some societies that were rather dubious about people taking their photograph. They knew instinctively that a photograph captures their mind, body, and spirit. My photograph is a is the immediate report card is the immediate feedback of my mind, body, and spirit.
0: I love that. Um, there was also a question in your, your list of questions about gravity and yes. does uh, how does scalar energy cause gravity?
1: There, that a way too. <laughs> there's a great Russian scientist, Victor Grabennikov, who developed scalar energy flying platforms. And, and he could hover with these platforms And then accelerate or deaccelerate quickly, all on a dime, so to speak, because he controlled scalar energy. He found a way to control scalar energy. And bluntly, if if scalar energy is is inward pointing, you have a gravitational field. And when you relax that gravitational field, you have anti-gravity. So Gorbenikov was able to relax the gravitational force field and fly about on his flying platform at 700, 800 miles an hour, while in this localized scalar energy environment, he did not experience any g-forces. Why? Because he was no longer under the law of gravity. He was in an anti-gravity platform. And by the way, Grabenikoff also had a wristwatch on during his um, anti-gravity flights, and he said his wristwatch would always slow down or stop. Meaning what, time did not advance when he was in his anti-gravity flying mode, which is his his very strong scalar energy force field. Now, all of that, if if you draw all of these these references and you put all of this together, it shows you that scalar energy is not electricity. It does not behave like electromagnetic energy. And that scalar energy is the cause of time, the cause of gravity. Scalar energy really is is, is the prime mover in the universe.
0: I love that. Tell us about some of the things that you've seen um, people experience using scalar energy, healing (sighs) moments or uh, things that have been solved for them that they've been dealing with.
1: Um, One month ago, I received report, firsthand report from people in Tanzania. We've been working with people around the world who are HIV positive. I started working with people in Tanzania in 2017. I started treating their photograph. I don't treat people. I treat their photograph. Well, COVID got in the way and we really could not follow up on it as as much as we'd like. But just last month, about 10 people uh, provided a firsthand experience. They told me they feel great. None of them are HIV positive anymore. So back in 2017, when I started to work with these photographs, these people are HIV positive. Today, they're no longer HIV positive. So Mm -hmm. I can prove in my laboratory that I can destroy, that I can eradicate the HIV virus in my laboratory with a photograph. But I have to wait for people to to, uh, present their firsthand account, to present their testimony. And lo and behold, just last month, we received a testimony from from the people in Tanzania. They're all HIV negative. Some of them go out as, as far as to say, I'm cured. I no longer have any medication. I, I feel fine. I'm back to work. I have no, they say I have no uh, symptoms of HIV viral disease.
0: That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So besides viruses, does it work with germs or bacteria or fungus?
1: Yes. As long as I program the instrument to destroy a, a microbe, it will do so. The instrument does what I tell it to do. So I presently I have the ability to, instruct the instrument to destroy 400,000 microbes, 400,000 species of microbes. And that's, that's my current limit right now.
0: Oh, only, <laughs> only 400,000. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so is it something that's immovable so you can show it to us? Is there-
1: No, it's, it's a big laboratory. I've, I've been asked as a good question. These instruments are they are um, they're cumbersome, there's a lot of geometry to it. There's a lot of circuitry to it. Um, they're not portable. It's a it's a fixed-based operation. And um, I would hate to have to move it to move the location. It's just it's so tedious. So uh, to, for the sake of this conversation, they're not portable. My scalar energy instrument, if I laid it on the table, it would stretch about seven feet
0: long. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Um, a couple of questions coming in. What happens to that disease ease energy? Uh, is it dissolved, destroyed? Does it transform?
1: Let, let What's me,
0: happening with that?
1: Let me, let me use my two fingers to explain this. Let's say this is the herpes virus, and it, it has a molecular bond. My instrument is, is an instrument that is non-physical intelligence. So scalar energy instructs the herpes virus to unbind, okay, to lose that, that molecular bond. And what happens, the herpes virus falls apart. When you're sending intelligence into a photograph, some of the intelligence that I can instruct my photograph are for molecular bonds of germs to fall apart. That's what happens. It's so simple. See, we're working at the fundamental level and we we instruct the herpes virus, to, in this case, to fundamentally uh, reduce itself to a state of chaos. There is no molecular geometry anymore. And the herpes virus falls apart.
0: So, if a virus falls apart, why does our DNA not fall apart when you're using this energy?
1: That's a very good point. Um, because it's the way the instrument is calibrated. I I mm-hmm. can target microbes. Um, I would contend that very strong instruments could could um, uh, unbind, disassemble tissue DNA. And w- which is one of the reasons I will not release this technology to the world. It's too powerful.
0: Yeah, it could be, that's a thought. I, I forgot that you're actually calibrating yes. the machine to a specific energy right. to, that matches a specific virus or germ yeah. or so forth. Right. Exactly. So based on how are you, how, I, I know this is probably technical, but how do you discover what that frequency is of a virus or of a
1: germ? <laughs> Remember it, in order to do something without without error, without any flaw, you rely upon light. Light is the king of the universe, light, energy. So I take a photograph of the herpes virus. This is a magnified photograph of the herpes virus and I place it inside my instrument. My instrument would look at the molecular bonds of herpes and then send that energy into my photograph. So a photograph of the herpes virus, if you will, I'm going to try and demonstrate this. Photograph of the herpes virus sent into my photograph would send the molecular instructions of the herpes virus into my photograph and would serve to break apart to unbind the herpes virus in my photograph. Interesting. That's how I match it up. I match up the microbe to the photograph of the person and the microbe will enter into my quantum field And that's what's needed. That's the exact instruction. Now, why is that so important? There's no guesswork. I'm not guessing as to the molecular structure of the herpes virus, light energy already knows what the molecular structure of the herpes virus is. So that's a thumbnail sketch of how this works. So I only use photographs to instruct the instrument to destroy microbes pictured, photographed.
0: Okay. I get that. Now, what happens when viruses mutate, like COVID is mutated?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. So many of these photographs are so specific, they'll have, um, if you will, a detailed photograph of the DNA and or RNA. So even though if a virus mutates, I still can destroy, say, 97, 98% of the DNA or RNA. Mm. That's the key. That's the key. I'll never have the exact photograph for each variant. Right. There's thousands of variants. Let's face it, you know, they speak about COVID. I'm sure there's thousands of variants that that coronavirus is typical for that type of species. But as long as you have a photograph of some part of the DNA and RNA of a virus, you can destroy that existing DNA and RNA. and, And that will carry over to successive mutations because many of those mutations still have that similar homology.
0: So, Tom, are there um, regimens for other uh, human illnesses, say like mental illness or um, any of the other kinds of things that aren't necessarily germ-related, maybe yeah. addictions and things like that? Are there applications for that?
1: Yes, yes. And and I really have to rely upon God and God's energy. Now, let me explain. One hour a day, I'll perform a chakra balance. I'll do this for everybody. What does that mean? I place photographs of people directly directly in touch with the, the Tesla coils, directly on top of the Tesla coils. And for one hour, your photograph is being bathed in scalar light, so to speak. And that's a chakra balancing. Now, <clears throat> that's up to God as to how he's gonna cure somebody of, a, of an addiction or a mental illness, et cetera. But many people have experienced um, relief from addiction, uh, phobias, uh, various type of depression or anxiety. All by way of this life force energy. So I have to make this very clear. I do not instruct the chakra balancing. The chakra balancing is God's divine energy. After one hour of a session, many people see the benefits. Okay. So applications for cancers. I'm working on that. I don't have the cure. I know know that scalar energy someday will be able to reprogram the human genome. I cannot do that right now. I'm getting close.
0: It's it's all about practicing, right? Having having the opportunity to to keep this uh, in the test phase. Right. What about uh, you know things like um, ulcers? I know a lot of ulcers are actually either bacterial or viral cause. Is that something you've worked with?
1: Yeah, there's a bacterium Helicobacter pylori that's been associated oh, with many uh, stomach cancers and stomach ulcers. Yes, we can destroy break apart Helicobacter pylori now. <laughs> And so doing many people say that they feel better, they don't have the upset stomach or that their their ulcer has been relieved or or they no longer have that um, uh, condition. Now, that is a case by case basis. My contention is that this instrument is able to break down the molecular uh, bonds of germs, and I, I hold to that. How that translates to somebody's health, that's specific, that's case by case.
0: So when somebody asked a question about nuclear medicine cleansing, so I, I'm assuming that's for people who've had radiation therapy radiation, for cancer yeah. and so forth. Is there benefit by using uh, scalar energy for them?
1: Yeah, we, we have a, what we call an addiction chemical cleanse program. And, and some of the chemicals used in chemotherapy are included in that, in that therapy addiction, chemical detox. Um, so that might be, be a, of help to some people, but it's, it's, um, it's, if you will, it's still fluid, we're still looking at how people respond to this addiction chemical cleanse. Some people respond very favorably quickly. Now, keep in mind, there's 100,000 man-made chemicals in this world. And so I, I might treat for only 300, 400 of the most common chemicals. What is my point? Um, a great deal of research is going to have to be done on on addiction and chemical detox.
0: Yeah, I, I mean exactly, and it keeps getting more and more complex. Like they they keep adding more to these chemical cocktails, and uh, what I, I would so. imagine that's difficult to deal with.
1: There's a hundred thousand man-made chemicals. We're living in a, in a petri dish. It's amazing that we can live as long as we do. Oh my goodness, this has to stop. This is madness.
0: Now, what about uh, the earth herself? Can you use scalar energy to help clean an environment or detoxify the water or (laughs) things like that?
1: I've got friends in Hawaii, they asked me to treat the ohia tree, ohia tree. It's one of the uh, most uh, um, profound trees in Hawaii that has such a a setting in Hawaii. It's very important to the ecosystem is what I'm saying. So this Ohia tree has a profound influence upon the ecosystem in Hawaii. And there's a plant fungus that's Ceratocystis that is now infecting these trees. So I'm able to take photographs of the Ohia tree and treat out, break apart Ceratocystis, this this, uh, plant fungus, and the tree can survive then. So this technology has many applications. people animals and plants I'm working with farmers who have goats and chickens and I treat them uh, on a daily basis and, and their uh, their livestock is is showing a, a favorable results as as per the scalar energy treatments so yes people animals and plants can benefit
0: hmm. yeah I was thinking specifically of places on the planet where water is um, you know clean water is not Easily accessible by the masses, it, you know, maybe for some people, but does it work to to cleanse water? I mean, basically, there are bacteria and viruses and so forth in the water.
1: Yeah, to answer your question, yes, and I've, I've actually used this on local environments, uh, a smaller body of water, such as a pool or a jacuzzi, and I've seen an improvement. But when you're working on the ocean, it's just too, you'd have to have a photograph of every cubic cubic meter of, of ocean water. It's just impractical.
0: Well, hopefully someday we have some kind of way of magnifying this energy uh, to be able to do that. I'm wondering, are there any negative impacts from scalar energy or from this method of healing uh, that people should be watching for or or watch out for?
1: There's no negative um, consequence with my system, because first and foremost, I'm using light, the light of God. And secondly, there is no chemical we're not, this is n- not a physical reality. It's, it's all information. Now, um, nonetheless, I would say that scalar energy is a fundamental force in nature has to be used appropriately within certain guidelines, parameters. And uh, needless to say, I, I, I don't want to see this, this information, this technology in the wrong hands because it's a very powerful energy.
0: How is it different from faith healing?
1: It's, it's identically the same.
0: If you have faith,
1: hand, excuse me faith healing, if you have healing hands and you lay your hands upon somebody, that's scalar energy coming from your hands or a prayer. A prayer is scalar energy. So we see how scalar energy is the intelligence of God and that intelligence can be imparted by hands, healing hands or by prayer or by the, the thought or word. The, uh, the word is spoken. Put all of that together it's an indication that scalar energy again is is this life force energy that can be commanded we can control that life force energy and and faith healers do that very very adroitly
0: so would you say then that your uh, your technology is just enhancing the frequency maybe speeding up the process or i mean why would someone need a scalar healing session if they could do that with their own hands.
1: Yeah, if you could do that with your hands, then by all means and all power to you. And I've always said that the human mind and the human heart are scalar energy vessels. And that what I have in my laboratory pales in comparison to the human mind and the human heart. So if there's a lesson to be learned, people should think well and, and, and feel uh, well and, and emote that, that, that type of attitude for a better role. In other words, positive thinking, okay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: love and mercy, all of that goes hand in hand with the a, a lifestyle that we should live.
0: Is it possible that this has already fallen into the wrong hands in some way?
1: I hope not. I don't know. I uh, That's only conjecture on my part. I hope not. When Tesla was alive, he would not share his notes. And uh, he, he would not he, he was prudent enough not to share his notes with anybody.
0: As in he may be already intuited that there could be some kind of uh, maluse of his technology.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. And, and good for him. You know, he was such a brilliant mind, but um, if, if, if we see what he had invented was in application, it could have created paradise or hell on earth. Mm. Take your pick.
0: So when you get a picture of somebody, do you need their full body? I mean, I noticed you were showing yeah. us a headshot basically of yourself. Yeah, uh, a, do they need to take the whole body or?
1: Just a headshot. Many times people will prepare a collage like that and just their headshot. That's all we need. Um, many times farmers will send me photographs of their, of their ranch and you'll, you might see cows 200 yards in the distance. As long as there's some part of the cow that's been photographed, we can have a successful session.
0: Mm hmm. Mm mm-hmm. uh, So tell us again, let's go back to the 15 day process. What mm-hmm. do people have to do to engage that? Yeah. And uh, give us your website.
1: Okay. Everything is run through the website so that we can have these automatic photo uploaders, if you will. The website is scalarlight.com. S-C-A-L-A-R scalarlight.com. Okay. Anybody in the world can upload, email us your photographs, include your family if you want. And I always tell people, to include your pet a cat or a dog, and we'll treat everybody for 15 days. On a daily basis, we'll balance your chakras, we'll perform the microbial cleanse, and we will deliver nutrients. Now, we do that on a daily basis by way of scalar energy.
0: And I I noticed when I went to your website, the 15-day thing is right up in the top right corner. So if you all go to hit the website, I just listed it there in the chat for both Facebook and YouTube. Um, It's up in the top right corner. You click on that, fill out the form, and the rest of the instructions are there. It's really super easy. And uh, 15 days, is there any magic to that number?
1: Uh, No, we, we wanted to give
0: them half a month.
1: Many people say, well, let us experience this. So we decided upon half of them. 15 days. There's no magic to that.
0: And and so are there uh, packages of uh, for uh, people to buy that they can get this done monthly? Or yeah. I mean, what, what kind of regimen do you um, suggest for people? Sure.
1: After the 15-day session, we ask people to, to take note and see if they have seen an improvement. And then if they have and only if they have, then they can come back. And as a paying client, you can uh, sign up for a 30-day session for a 30-day session.
0: And the thirty-day uh, session. Then, when that's completed, do you do you go by how they're feeling and, and what they're experiencing to determine whether they need to go further?
1: Yeah, we we don't we don't uh, interject at all. We allow people to be exclusively in control of this program. Why? Because everybody's unique. That's a good question. Everybody's unique. So, we we allow people to come and go, so to speak, as they please.
0: Is there any um, issues that are contraindicated for your technology? I mean, to me, it seems like you could use it for anything. I mean, my mind is like spinning going, wow, it, you know. You're right.
1: It is wow. And why? Because it's the intelligence of the universe. Everything you see in the universe is is made, created and maintained by scalar energy. So if we now can control scalar energy, we can Create the universe that we want. I mean that that we can recreate the universe. We can get rid of the pollutants and the toxins and bring in what is cu- what is what is curative, what is um, uh, nutritive. So this is the new paradigm that we're looking at.
0: So then, plants. Mm-hmm. Are they they're taking in sunlight, right? They yes. they're taking in sunlight. That's how they convert the they right. convert the sunlight to sugars that feed themselves. Yes. 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 Is that something that uh is possible for humans?
1: Yes. Um, is that
0: what we're doing? Photosynthesizing? Yes, we are.
1: That's what we're doing. I I've developed a program called Natural Foods in which I can actually download natural foods into a photograph, meaning what, instead of having to eat and acquire those phytochemicals, those plant chemicals, I can assemble them by light. So I'm on, by the way, Natural Foods 24-7, and I feel great. And so Natural Foods is a program in which we, in in so many ways, participate in photosynthesis through light, through sunlight. And we create the chemicals, the, the natural chemicals that we need by way of this Natural Foods program.
0: So, uh, so a picture of natural foods. This is blowing my mind because I, I mean, for both those people who are listening, they they've been with me for a long time. We talk about astrology mostly and human design, yeah. um, but we are also noticing in in our body energy fields that we are in the process of an evolution, uh, an evolutionary leap even, and part of that leap is going to be about how we eat. Eventually it's moving to a point where humans would be able to live on light.
1: Yes, you're absolutely right. And that's, that's what we're doing with our programs. These are scalar light programs. Many people, and don't quote me on this, but many people say, Tom, I can miss a meal now because I'm no longer hungry. I'm getting the necessary nutrients from your programs. Many times I miss a meal and I'm not, I'm not hungry because I'm on natural foods and, and that's, if you will, lowers the set point or, or lowers the demand of the body for nutrients. I'm receiving the nutrients 24 hours a day. These instruments work 24 hours a day. So I'm not hungry. Why? Because I'm receiving the nutrients that I need 24 hours a day. I'm living on light.
0: So at some point, maybe human beings become able to do this on their own.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Just by nice. in, yeah. in ingesting light, which yes. we are anyway. Yeah. But I think what you're saying is you're we're needing your your machine or your technique is uh, bringing intelligence to the light yes. and putting it to work for you as opposed to most of the time. We're just taking it in and it's there, but we're not really consciously applying anything with it. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. So again, the human mind and the human heart are great examples of scalar energy vessels. And I want everybody to think well, positive thoughts and, and to have that disposition of heart, if you will. It would be a better world, a much better world.
0: Oh, definitely. And what I want everybody to know is that you have the power to do this, not, not in some far off future, but right now. And what I really like about what you were saying earlier in the broadcast, Tom, is that this is really you doing this person to person, or in some ways we call this the grassroots, uh, because that's where the power is now. Astrologically, if we were to look at the stars, right, I'm looking at the stars, not necessarily for the energy they bring to uh, healing, but to the energy that they bring for us to um, guide our our steps in our lives. Um, And one of the cycles that we see is people, people power, The power of the individual, but also the power of people coming together for a cause.
1: Yeah, that's how I built this healing ministry, all on people power. I don't rely upon academia. They've ignored me. Many of the governments, as we know, are very corrupt. All we need is a grassroots movement. And we've been, many people have been deceived thinking you need a government to, to back this. You don't. Many times the government is the impediment. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and corporations are the impediment and the medical institution will be a big impediment and all of that. Right. Um, somebody came in late this morning, but has a question about does it lower black mold and the chemicals like from, you know, weed killers and, and so forth, Roundup mm-hmm. and, and pesticides in our foods?
1: Yes, we, we do treat for Roundup and we're, we're, um, we're also able to um, uh, treat out, break apart many species of mold fungi. Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a huge thing in a problem here in the Pacific Northwest, but also in the, you know, southern uh, part of the United States where it's very wet.
1: Yes. Yeah, I know. I live in Florida. We, we have that problem with a lot of fungi down here. A lot of people don't realize it, but their lungs are infected with different types of, of, of fungi mold.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much, Tom. This has been a great conversation. Is there anything I didn't ask that I should have or anything that you would like to leave everybody with as we close up the show this morning?
1: You know, I'll, I'll use something that you're very familiar with, stars. Many people look at the stars and they think the stars have intelligence. They're right. And some people go so far as astrology. Well, that's true in a, in the sense that stars Portend the future. Why? Because that's the timeline of the future, stars. It's the intelligence. You know, the difficult thing is there's an infinite number of stars. So how do you interpret an infinite number of, of stars giving off information? But suffice for this conversation, skin energy is from the stars. It is, it is the infinite intelligence of God. And God is using the stars to manifest his design. That's my final comment.
0: I love that. Well, thank you so much. So for all of you listening to us this morning and who will listen to us later on in the day, um, his website is scalarlight.com, S-C-A-L-A-R-L-I-G-H-T.com. Sign up for 15 free days. What do you have to lose, right? And if you feel better, then tell your friends, right? Because we want to be able to move this out to the masses.
1: Yeah, We're all grassroots. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Take care. And thank you so much, Tom, for all of you. I will see you on Friday morning. We'll get back to astrology and human design. In the meantime, make it a blessed day. Take care, everyone. Bye for now.